Section 4 of Grey's Anatomy, Part 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. Anatomy of the Human Body, Part 2, by Henry Grey. Articulation of Atlas with Epistrophius, of Vertebral Column with Cranium. 5b. Articulation of the atlas with the epistrophius or axis. Articulatio atlanto epistrophica. The articulation of the atlas with the axis is of a complicated nature, comprising no fewer than four distinct joints. There is a pivot articulation between the odontoid process of the axis and the ring formed by the anterior arch and the transverse ligament of the atlas. Here there are two joints one between the posterior surface of the anterior arch of the atlas and the front of the odontoid process, the other between the anterior surface of the ligament and the back of the process. Between the articular processes of the two bones there is on either side an arthrodial or gliding joint. The ligaments connecting these bones are two articular capsules, the anterior atlantoaxial, the posterior atlantoaxial, the transverse. The articular capsules, capsulae articularis, capsular ligaments. The articular capsules are thin and loose, and connect the margins of the lateral masses of the atlas with those of the posterior articular surfaces of the axis. Each is strengthened at its posterior and medial part by an accessory ligament, which is attached below to the body of the axis near the base of the odontoid process, and above to the lateral mass of the atlas near the transverse ligament, the anterior atlantoaxial ligament. This ligament is a strong membrane fixed above to the lower border of the anterior arch of the atlas, below to the front of the body of the axis. It is strengthened in the middle by a rounded cord, which connects the tubercle on the anterior arch of the atlas to the body of the axis and is a continuation upward of the anterior longitudinal ligament. The ligament is in relation, in front, with the longi capitis. The posterior atlantoaxial ligament. This ligament is a broad, thin membrane attached above to the lower border of the posterior arch of the atlas, below to the upper edges of the laminae of the axis. It supplies the place of the ligamenta flavor, and is in relation, behind, with the obliquy capitis inferioris. The transverse ligament of the atlas, ligamentum transversum atlantis. The transverse ligament of the atlas is a thick, strong band which arches across the ring of the atlas and retains the odontoid process in contact with the anterior arch. It is concave in front, convex behind, broader and thicker in the middle than at the ends, and firmly attached on either side to a small tubercle on the medial surface of the lateral mass of the atlas. As it crosses the odontoid process, a small fasciculus, crus superius, is prolonged upward, and another, crus inferius, downward, from the superficial or posterior fibres of the ligament. The former is attached to the basilar part of the occipital bone, in close relation with the membrana tectoria. The latter is fixed to the posterior surface of the body of the axis. Hence, the whole ligament is named the cruciate ligament of the atlas. 
the transverse ligament divides the ring of the atlas into two unequal parts. Of these, the posterior and larger serves for the transmission of the medulla spinalis and its membranes, and the accessory nerves. The anterior and smaller contains the odontoid process. The neck of the odontoid process is constricted where it is embraced posteriorly by the transverse ligament, so that this ligament suffices to retain the odontoid process in position after all the other ligaments have been divided. Synovial Membranes There is a synovial membrane for each of the four joints. The joint cavity between the odontoid process and the transverse ligament is often continuous with those of the atlanto-occipital articulations. Movements The opposed articular surfaces of the atlas and axis are not reciprocally curved. Both surfaces are convex in their long axes. When, therefore, the upper facet glides forward on the lower, it also descends. The fibres of the articular capsule are relaxed in a vertical direction, and will then permit of movement in an antero-posterior direction. By this means a shorter capsule suffices, and the strength of the joint is materially increased. Note 67. Corner. The Physiology of the Atlantoaxial Joints. Journal of Anatomy and Physiology. Volume 41. States that the movements which take place at these articulations are of a complex nature. The first part of the movement is an eccentric or asymmetrical one. The atlantoaxial joint of the side to which the head is moved is fixed, or practically fixed, by the muscles of the neck, and forms the centre of the movement, while the opposite atlantal facet is carried downward and forward on the corresponding axial facet. The second part of the movement is centric and symmetrical, the odontoid process forming the axis of the movement. End of note. This joint allows the rotation of the atlas, and, with it the skull, upon the axis, the extent of rotation being limited by the alar ligaments. The principal muscles by which these movements are produced are the sternocleidomastoideus and semispinalis capitis of one side, acting with the longus capitis, splenius, longissimus capitis, rectus capitis posterior major, and obliqui capitis superior and inferior of the other side. 5c. Articulations of the vertebral column with the cranium. The ligaments connecting the vertebral column with the cranium may be divided into two sets those uniting the atlas with the occipital bone, and those connecting the axis with the occipital bone. Articulation of the atlas with the occipital bone. Articulatio atlanto-occipitalis. The articulation between the atlas and the occipital bone consists of a pair of condyloid joints. The ligaments connecting the bones are two articular capsules, the anterior atlanto-occipital membrane, the posterior atlanto-occipital membrane, two lateral atlanto-occipital. The articular capsules, capsulae articulares, capsular ligaments. The articular capsules surround the condyles of the occipital bone and connect them with the articular processes of the atlas. They are thin and loose. The anterior atlanto-occipital membrane, membrana atlanto-occipitalis anterior, anterior atlanto-occipital ligament. The anterior atlanto-occipitalis membrane is broad and composed of densely woven fibres, which pass between the anterior margin of the foramen magnum above and the upper border of the anterior arch of the atlas below. Laterally, it is continuous with the articular capsules. 
In front, it is strengthened in the middle line by a strong rounded cord, which connects the basilar part of the occipital bone to the tubercle on the anterior arch of the atlas. The membrane is in relation in front with the recti capitis anterioris, behind with the alar ligaments. The posterior atlanto-occipital membrane, membrana atlanto-occipitalis posterior, posterior atlanto-occipital ligament. The posterior atlanto-occipital membrane, broad but thin, is connected above to the posterior margin of the foramen magnum, below to the upper border of the posterior arch of the atlas. On either side, this membrane is defective below. Over the groove for the vertebral artery, and forms with this groove an opening for the entrance of the artery and the exit of the suboccipital nerve. The free border of the membrane, arching over the artery and nerve, is sometimes ossified. The membrane is in relation, behind with the recti capitis posteriores minores and obliquae capitis superiores, in front with the dura mater of the vertebral canal, to which it is intimately adherent. The lateral ligaments. The lateral ligaments are thickened portions of the articular capsules, reinforced by bundles of fibrous tissue, and are directed obliquely upward and medialward. They are attached above to the jugular processes of the occipital bone, and below to the bases of the transverse processes of the atlas. Synovial Membranes There are two synovial membranes, one lining each of the articular capsules. The joints frequently communicate with that between the posterior surface of the odontoid process and the transverse ligament of the atlas. Movements The movements permitted in this joint are a. flexion and extension, which give rise to the ordinary forward and backward nodding of the head, and b. slight lateral motion to one or other side. Flexion is produced mainly by the action of the longi capitis and recti capitis anteriores. Extension by the recti capitis posteriores major and minor, the obliquus superior, the semispinalis capitis, splenius capitis, sternocleidomastodeus, and upper fibres of the trapezius. The recti laterales are concerned in the lateral movement, assisted by the trapezius, splenius capitis, semispinalis capitis, and the sternocleidomastoideus of the same side, all acting together. Ligaments connecting the axis with the occipital bone. The membrana tectoria, two alar, the apical odontoid. The membrana tectoria, occipitoaxial ligament. The membrana tectoria is situated within the vertebral canal. It is a broad, strong band which covers the odontoid process and its ligaments, and appears to be a prolongation upward of the posterior longitudinal ligament of the vertebral column. It is fixed below to the posterior surface of the body of the axis, and, expanding as it ascends, is attached to the basilar groove of the occipital bone in front of the foramen magnum, where it blends with the cranial dura mater. Its anterior surface is in relation with the transverse ligament of the atlas, and its posterior surface with the dura mater. The alar ligaments. Ligamentia alaria, odontoid ligaments. The alar ligaments are strong, rounded cords which arise one on either side of the upper part of the odontoid process and, passing obliquely upward and lateralward, are inserted into the rough depressions on the medial sides of the condyles of the occipital bone. In the triangular interval between these ligaments is another fibrous cord, the apical odontoid ligament, 
which extends from the tip of the odontoid process to the anterior margin of the foramen magnum, being intimately blended with the deep portion of the anterior atlanto-occipital membrane and superior cruse of the transverse ligament of the atlas. It is regarded as a rudimentary intervertebral fibrocartilage, and in it traces of the notochord may persist. The alar ligaments limit rotation of the cranium and therefore receive the name of check ligaments. In addition to the ligaments which unite the atlas and axis to the skull, the ligamentum nuci must be regarded as one of the ligaments connecting the vertebral column with the cranium. End of section 4